welcome to our next episode of Talk Concord, a City of Concord, New Hampshire podcast. This podcast brings you information about current and future happenings centered on why Concord is a great place to live, work, play, and invest. I'm Stephanie Breton, Public Information Officer, and today I'm joined by Mariah Billups, a Philanthropy Officer at Concord Hospital. Welcome, Mariah. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here today. Just a little background on Mariah. She joined the Concord Hospital Trust in 2021. As philanthropy officer, she oversees benefit events, including peddling for Payson, which we're going to talk about, uh, works collaboratively with staff and volunteers to raise funds through individual and corporate donations in support of identified Concord Hospital initiatives. She holds a Bachelor of Science degree in Health and Rehabilitation Studies and a Master's degree in Higher Education Administration. So thanks again for being here. Before we talk about your upcoming events, could you start by telling everyone a little bit more about the Concord Hospital Trust? Yeah, absolutely. So Concord Hospital Trust is the philanthropic arm of the hospital. Mm -hmm. So we serve to meet the needs of the hospital and meet the mission of the hospital. Um, Concord Hospital Trust's mission is serving as the philanthropic arm, as I said, and we secure and distribute charitable gifts in accordance with our donors' intents, um, and we support the mission of meeting the health needs of the individuals within our community that it serves. So throughout the year, we have a number of special events that we do alongside of our individual and corporate fundraising, Mm -hmm. and we meet these needs through various uh, fundraising platforms and and avenues. So that's probably how many people in the community have heard of the trust is probably through your events. Yes, that they I would, would recognize the name. I would say most people would recognize our famous rock and race. Mm-hmm. A lot of people <laughs> continue to do that even after 20 plus years of, of running and um, organizing that event. That's definitely our, our longevity. Mm-hmm. Um, but Pedaling for Payson's been around for eight. This is our 18th year, so we're not okay. too far behind. Um, our golf tournament has been around for, I think, 34 years. Wow. Okay. Uh, so we definitely have had a lot of events over the last 20-plus uh, years mm-hmm. since being in existence. Um, so the trust was actually founded uh, in the late, it was, I think, 2008. Um, and okay. before that, in 1989, it was founded. The first philanthropic program was founded, but we weren't a trust until that later um, date. Okay. And so we are our own 401, not 503, 501c3. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of numbers. <laughs> 501c3. So we're our own nonprofit separate from the hospital. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of a little background on that. And you have three events coming up in September that we're going to talk about. So Pedaling for Payson, Moonlight Gala, and then the Bridge to Recovery Walk. So we'll kind of go through each of those. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about each of these events, um, starting with Pedaling for Payson, just because it's the first one coming up? Yeah, absolutely. So Pedaling for Payson, as I mentioned, is in its 18th annual year, Mm -hmm. charity bike event, and it is held in Hopkinton, New Hampshire. People who may know the event from many years ago know it was actually uh, started in Rollins Park, down on the south end, and Mm -hmm. we moved it over to Hopkinton. one of the reasons being we offer a mountain bike loop and there's trails right there. We also have a gravel route. We have two gravel routes and then we offer three bike road bout, uh, routes. And so pedaling for Payson raises funds for a nurse navigator program. And okay. the nurse navigator program is a really critical uh, part of our patient's journey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a single point of contact and it's somebody who guides our patients through their medical and financial um, treatments um, and and 
financial, they, if they need financial resources, they're able to help provide assistance with that. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just one portion of the Hope Resource Center. So the Rock and Race really focuses on a lot of the out-of-pocket expenses that our patients uh, come across during their treatment, like gas cards, grocery cards, social mm-hmm. work, dietitian services. Um, and our nurse navigator program really focuses on individual patients and their families and helping to coordinate all of that. So in 2022, we raised over $161,000. Our goal this year is $170,000. And from the $161,000, we directly touched 152 patients and their families. So our goal every year is to increase that number so more patients are able to receive the care that they need. Mm -hmm. Um, And in general, the the Payson Center and the Hope Center, they see about 1,300 patients a year. And we have about 400 patients who are served every year at the Hope Center specifically. So we see a lot of people, we see a lot of families, and it's important that we're able to provide the support that they need. Yeah, that's a that's a uh, great program yeah. to be able to offer that support when, when people really need it most. Yeah. So. so you mentioned, yes, uh, Elmberg Park in Hopkinton, the three scenic road routes, 16 miles, 30 miles, 50 miles, yep. right? And then the mountain bike um, with a rest stop at Henniker Brewing Company. Yes. Too. So that's probably uh, really enticing for some people too. do a little yes. riding, make a stop. Um, so the gravel bike ride is 20 miles or 40 miles. Yeah, it's 22 miles this year and 45 miles. Sometimes okay. the mileage changes based on, based on the routes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is in its, I think it's a third year doing the gravel routes, but they're very popular. Um, if you're not a traditional road cyclist or you don't right. like being on the road with cars, gravel, it's all, there's like maybe one small section, mm-hmm. but everything else is off road. Um, they go through beautiful areas of Hopkinton and they have also a number of rest stops. So each ride goes through at least one rest stop. Okay. Um, the mountain bike is about 20 miles in a loop and they also have their own rest stop separate from the rest of the other ones just based on location Mm -hmm. but all rest stops are fully stocked with snacks great volunteers beer in some cases Mm -hmm. um when everyone (laughs) gets back to the park we have a big barbecue Mm -hmm. um, thanks to the common man they have been a big partner with us for many years um and then we'll also have a a dj in the morning with some live music after uh, and some other exciting raffles we actually have cornhole boards we did cornhole boards for the first time last year, custom P4P cornhole boards. And we did them again this year, just knowing that they were really popular. And so if you were in the need of a cornhole <laughs> board, you can purchase raffle tickets if you're riding or not. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's good to know, too. Everybody loves cornhole, I feel like. So yeah. it's a good event. <laughs> um, anything else on that event? Do you want to just maybe mention where people can find more information? Because I know it is coming up on September 9th. Yeah. Right? So pedaling for Payson is only... 11 days away, I believe. Okay. Um, you can register online at www.pedalingforpayson.org. Okay. And pedalingforpayson.org will allow online registration until Thursday, the 7th at noon. Okay. After that, it shuts down just so we can organize everything. But we will have walk-in registration or day of registration beginning at 7. And that's at Ellenbrook Park. Um, there is a minimum fundraising fee for everybody who registers. So, if you register prior to the 7th, it's $25, and then you fundraise the remaining 75 whether it's a Facebook fundraiser or a personal asks to your friends and family. If you register day of, it's the full $100. Um, okay. So, so people know that. 
Mm-hmm. However, we do have an anonymous uh, donor who stepped forward with a $20,000 gift. And so any donation made between now and day of, so that would include anyone making a registration on day of, mm-hmm. their donation or registration will be matched dollar for dollar up to 20000 mm-hmm. So in the end, if we receive 20000 we will actually end up with $40,000 to support this program on top of what we typically raise as well. Okay. So it's really an awesome opportunity to give back and double your impact and very generous of the donor who stepped forward and we're grateful for their their support. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, the next event that we mentioned is the Moonlight Gala. So that is on September 21st at the Barnet Bull Meadow, which is right here in Concord. Um, you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, the Moonlight Gala is going to be really, really wonderful this year. Um, the Payson Center is 20 years old. It was established in 2003. And so over the course of the 20 years, we've had numerous advances in technology. And the latest is the replacement of the linear accelerator machine, which is used for patients receiving treatment in radiation oncology and in the Payson Center. So the benefit or the beneficiary of the gala is the replacement and the proceeds will be supporting that. Okay. Um, it's a really important piece of equipment, and we cannot do it without the support of our community. Mm-hmm. So the gala will be at the Barnable Meadow. It'll have lots of great things going on. A jazz quartet will have a silent auction, um, a plated meal. And um, again, with the donations, we also had a two generous donors step forward. The Foss Family Foundation and J. Daniel Davidson, they committed $50,000 in challenge gifts. So mm-hmm. any ticket purchase or donation will also be matched dollar for dollar up to 50000 um, to support the replacement of the linear accelerator. Um, so this is just a great opportunity to get dressed up and have a night out and enjoy celebrating your local cancer center. Yeah, and, and go to the barn, which we were talking yes. about, which is really beautiful as well. So it's a great location for, for the gala. Yes, if you haven't been to the Barnable Meadow yet, I'm sure you will because they are doing booming business and I've heard lots of people get married there and Mm -hmm. they have great things to say so we're excited to have our um, event there I think we hosted our other gala in 2021 there as well okay so if if you went to that it'll be the same the same space but Mm -hmm. I personally have not been there yet I'm sure you will love it yeah Yeah, it's great Um, anything else on that event do you want to mention where people can find more information Yeah, so you can head to our Trust website and you can search for the Moonlight Gala and tickets will be available uh, under there as well. So tickets are $200 a piece, um, but again, all proceeds go to the replacement of the Linear Accelerator. That sounds great. Okay. Last event uh, that's coming up that we're uh, talking about is the Bridge to Recovery Walk. That's on September 24th and that is um, Concord Hospital Franklin. So can you talk a little bit about that one? Yeah, so the Concord Hospital Franklin campus is part of one of our newer campuses. It was Mm -hmm. acquired in 2021 when we acquired Laconia and Franklin, a part of the LRGH healthcare system. Mm -hmm. And this was an event that was originally with that group, and we've taken it on to continue to support recovery services at the uh, Concord Hospital Franklin Recovery Clinic. And all of the proceeds are supporting families and patients um, who receive services there or who have had loved ones receive services there. It's a very easy, short two-mile walk, but it's a really nice event. It's an, a quiet Sunday morning. 
Um, and then we also end with a big pancake breakfast, thanks to one of our docs who has um, a Boomer's Barbecue business. It's called mm-hmm. Boomer's Barbecue, and he does pancake breakfast for us afterwards. Nice. So very generous of him, very tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a really great way to come together as a community and support a problem that we often talk a lot about, but mm-hmm. I don't know how much we really do to help fix the problem. And this is a way you can support these patients who are being treated there. Um, I had a chance to sit down with some of the providers and some of the funds that we that, that they use are used for little things like even toothbrush when they are going into a sober house or a deodorant or mm-hmm. just basic personal needs that they don't that they may not have, mm-hmm. um, and then other other services, of course, could include any type of medical treatment. Um, but yeah, it's a great it's a great opportunity to get involved with something that's really important to our community. So, and the walk is right there at the hospital, right there at the hospital. So it okay. leaves from the main campus mm-hmm. and it goes into like a cute little residential area, um, and then you come back. And when you come back, the pancakes are ready. And have pancakes. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. And those tickets can also be found on our trust website. Okay. If you scroll to our uh, Bridge to Recovery walk, it'll lead you to that that webpage as well. Okay. So, yeah, we talked about ways people can find information. Are there – those are kind of the main activities coming up in September. Are there other activities throughout the year that you want to mention while you're here? Yeah. I mean, I definitely – would love to talk about just the other events that we have. Mm-hmm. But I guess first and foremost, if anyone is ever interested in supporting a specific program or service, they can always reach out to the trust. Okay. We do we do cover many, many things um, at the hospital, not just some of our big name events. We cover a lot of things. So um, if there's ever something that you feel passionate about, you mm-hmm. can certainly reach out to us. Um, and then the other thing I would mention is if anyone ever has an interaction with a physician or a provider that they feel really grateful for we also have a grateful heart program okay where you can make either a donation for a grateful heart award or a non-monetary grateful heart gram Mm -hmm. so it's accessible to everybody and you can thank a provider through the trust and we will either present the award if it's an award um, which is a really heartwarming experience I've done a couple uh, during my time here and Mm -hmm. the gram is a letter that's sent so those are great ways to support your local healthcare providers. They work really hard. It's been a rough couple of years with COVID, and mm-hmm. I know that they appreciate it. Um, so okay. those are two other ways that you can support the hospital. But in terms of our other events, let's see. So we're going to be heading into October. We have um, a couple of other things going on that are not as big, but uh, we host a Women's Giving Circle. Um, we have like okay. an information session and panel discussion That'll be October 4th um, at okay. the New Hampshire Audubon Society up on Silk, Silk Farm Road. Um, but then leading into the next year, we'll have our tasting benefit, and that's another event I coordinate. We're not totally sure what that's going to look like yet, but it'll be it'll be exciting. Um, and then we'll head into a couple of golf tournaments in the summer. We just finished our Concord Golf Tournament. Mm-hmm. And Laconia also has their own golf tournament at the Laconia Country Club. Okay. Um, Laconia often, the campus will often have their own gala as well. And so Mm -hmm. those details, once we have those, will be available for people. Okay. And then, of course, the big rockin' race, uh, Mm -hmm. which is every May. And that's an awesome event, a great opportunity to get out with your friends, your family, make a team, Mm -hmm. and just support the people in your community who are struggling and fighting cancer. Um, I think those are all of them. 
we, we do a lot, but yeah. we love everything that we do. So every event is always an opportunity to engage with our donors, engage with the community, and thank people for all the support that they give us, or give the hospital, I should say. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, our, our mission is to serve the hospital. That's, that's what we do, is support every program and service that we can and, and make sure that it's, that it's uh, known by the community. Yeah. Yeah, that's great information. I, I know there's a lot of information on your trust website as well as things kind of come up throughout the year. So. Yeah, it can be overwhelming, <laughs> and um, we always encourage people to just call if you have questions because it is overwhelming. There's a lot of information. There's a lot of events. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like what is also nice is through this, there's a lot of support too. So someone that's maybe doesn't know where to go or doesn't know about these services, it's it's nice to share that as well. Yeah. So. And as we grow as a healthcare system, you know, we definitely know that there'll be a lot, um, a lot of unknown in terms of if we, if we have patients and families at the Laconia and Franklin campus who are maybe need to know more about what's down in Concord and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're one healthcare system now, and we're one trust, and, and and we'll do what we can to connect the dots for people. Yeah, yeah, that's great information. Is there anything else on that that you want to add before I ask you something else? I don't think so. I think okay. that's everything. Otherwise, I think I would overwhelm people with all the <laughs> okay. information. Just visit the website if you have questions, yeah. or like you said, maybe you know, give a call if you have a question about something else. Yeah. This is something I like to ask everybody. So. Um, is there something you enjoy doing in Concord or about Concord? I absolutely love Concord. Um, I've really enjoyed the downtown area, particularly mm-hmm. the Sippin events that we have. I'm a part mm-hmm. of the Sippin, uh, the Concord Young Professionals Network, and they go to different businesses each month. Mm-hmm. I've really enjoyed being involved with that. Um, and then particularly Gibson's Bookstore, uh, that's, a, that's a fan favorite as well. Mm-hmm. But I just love the community in downtown Concord. I feel like I know a lot of people. I know a lot of businesses. A lot of it's through work. But even if it wasn't through work, everyone's so friendly. And um, it's been a great place. I live in Hooksit, so okay. I'm not too far. But, yeah, I I think it's a great place to live and work. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you so much again for being here today and sharing all of that great information. And um, hope the events go well. And, um, you know, please come back again if you want to talk about, you know, other parts of the year. So, yeah, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm.